But yeah, if you demonstrate your ability to <laughs> to put Ursa Major in the sky with dancing lights, that would be considered a a suitable. You know, and and while I can't promise that I can't go that high, but it can certainly be like sixty. We have a magic device that does crazy weather things. Yes, maybe we could just do it with that. (laughs) Except we have to rebuild it and plug more. We have to put a new power source in, basically, right? Yes, um, if the simple cantrip doesn't manage it, I'm quite sure that the expert, like high level device, could (laughs) potentially manage it for us. I'll use it like projector. Um. So. Speaking of the Summer Star, as this conversation with Oyamantu winds down and night is falling again, uh, your brief respite in the sun is is over for for all intents and purposes. Sai, who's been holding on to the device the whole time, notices that the, um, to to use Stargate uh, lingo, the the chevrons are locking. um, (laughs) And, like, all three rings have now lined up. And as the night closes in, he's like, guys... Something's going on with this thing. I don't feel right. And there's a sudden, like, vacuumous, like, feeling as all the energy is pulled into the Summer Star and poof. And it clatters to the snow. And where Psy was is now just a sphere of glowing light. Just hovering maybe two feet off the ground. Well, shit. Nah. Son of a bitch. Brian, Hmm? why? (laughs) Because I don't like you. And I invite you over here to make you sad. But we know this. (laughs) Really? This is why Dave wasn't invited. (laughs) You didn't have to spell it out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is mutual. Um, And with that, Oye Mantroop stands up and, like, takes a step back, like, trying to assess the situation. How do you all react to this? uh, I look down at it and I go, that is not one of the wild shapes that I knew he could do. I want to get on the opposite side of it, because if he turned into, like, a will-o'-wisp or something, I want to make sure he can't get away. Hmm. I'm going to look through the snow, thinking maybe turn into something that hid in the snow to fuck with us. Okay. Okay, sorry, that's very funny. (laughs) And just kind of kick and brush the snow aside and look for him. We gotta get on. Una actually kneels next to it and Mm. sort of calls out to Sai. I mean, this appears to be what Sai is now. Um... As you call out the sigh, it's making that, uh, I, I mean, I, I can't think of a better way to describe it. It's the sound from Brave that the little willow was make. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And it, it's doing that and just sort of, like, bouncing up and down in front of you, like, trying to, like, get your attention, but it doesn't seem to be able to vo- vocally communicate. Uh, I hold my hands out to it to see if it's gonna, like... Yeah, it like, rests, it nuzzles into your hands. That is... It zaps you for 2 damage. Undeniably... <laughs> Very adorable, and that's not something I experience often. <laughs> Can you turn back? Sam says to the ball of light. It, like, floats up in front of your face. Blink and then, twice like, for yes and It just sort of, no. like, starts going side to side. <laughs> <laughs> An interesting development. More on the troubling side. I Question, out of your question, was I with the group when we met the fox face lady? No, no. Never mind then. Mm. Um, Oye Manturu goes back to his sled or her sled and starts rooting through it and, and comes back with a spell pouch, a pouch full of like spell components and, and various gugas and um, mm-hmm. takes the ashes from the fire, the dying firelight embers, and mixes them with some mm-hmm. potent herbs and, and casts what looks to be some sort of nature spell, nature adjacent spell. And. Um, takes out, like, remember from The Mummy when Benny pulls out his necklace of Is he, like, 20 different Yeah. 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 Well, you something similar. Like, it's a, a lot of walrus teeth, it's, like, carved ivory, and then there's, like, some some things you recognize, and 
Um, like a giant spider from the Underdark. Yeah, exactly. It's just going through all these things, and then finally finds one that uh, appears to be like a uh, like a sun emblem. Um, cast, you know, is constantly casting a spell, and you're getting all sorts of magical pings. And finally settles on this one and goes, "All right, I think uh, I think I've seen something like this before. It's temporary. Your friend will be all right." Um, for reasons that probably have to do with that magical device, um, Lathander has decided to rebuild his physical form. Uh, what? This is a complicated device, and while you did an admirable job putting it together, it's not uh, perfect. Um, it channeled a lot of the sun god's energy and drew his attention to you. Uh, he has decided to bless your friend with a boon. Unfortunately, your friend is uh, in waiting to receive the oh, boon. I see, because he was so ugly, Lothander decided to bless him with a new figure. That is very it, kind. It's a glow up. Is that, He's a glow up. <laughs> Zev can't help but laugh at that a little bit. <laughs> but he, he has, but while laughing, she'll say, oh He's never spoken of Lothander before. Ah, uh, it's likely that Lothander was not even aware of his presence until you drew his eye to you. We did kind of make the sun happen. Or, more accurately, used a divine arcane artifact to request that the sun god visit his light to you. And as the channeler of that spell, uh, he's blessed your friend. He'll return... Uh, likely in 1D1 game sessions. <laughs> you, you but know, he's at a 50th birthday party today. What, what you know what they say, you know, one man's transformation into a formless ball of light is another man's boon. That is common saying. I'm what they say, common yes. Saying, yes okay. I've heard it every day since my 12th yes, birthday. I've heard it both ways. Um, I whisper kinky. it to myself when I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> On my big cock shaped pillow. Um, <laughs> so, what this means in game for today's session until Dave rejoins the table, because I don't feel like dealing with him and he's your problem now, <laughs> is that whoever is holding the remains of the Summer Star is going to be able to control Dave as a will o wisp. He has the stat, stat block of a will o wisp. That's and, fucking lit. <laughs> and when he comes yes. back to the party, the sun god will be done 3D printing his new physical form, and <laughs> he will return the party. Please tell Dave that he, like, now gets the ability to, like, <laughs> you know, like, do you want to change your appearance? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he goes back to the character creation screen. No, uh, in in game, real in real talk, uh, whoever uses the Summer Star does get a boon from Lothander, which I'm not going to explain until Dave comes back because he won't be able to use it until he comes back and Dave's thing. So, yeah. um, like, but in know, the meantime, it's useless to like know about a boon. Yeah. So yeah. it's more it's more convenient to just. Yeah. I will, by the way, edit out speculation. So you want to speculate, we can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But in the meantime, for today's session, because I don't feel like tracking the extra shit. He's a Will-O-Wisp, he uses the Will-O-Wisp stat block, if you need me to pull it up, I will, and you can just tell him to go do Will-O-Wisp things, and he will. Uh, you and I have non-complicated characters, and have played a lot of D&D, one of the two of us should handle it, depending on whoever feels it at the moment. I'm just sure. gonna pull up the Will-O-Wisp stat block, just to, like, have it's it somewhere. It's really simple, they zap you for a little bit of damage and have no hit points, so they have tons, gonna be they have tons of AC, they can turn invisible at will, and yeah, they zap you. Yeah, He's, he'll be a great scout, if you need a scout. Hell yeah. 
Um, but that's pretty much the extent of what he'll be able to do for you. I love that the picture okay. is just balls of light in the woods, and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. wow, yeah. It's that's, supposed to be torchlight. Yeah, it's a willow bust. Yeah. yeah, we know this. Yeah. Um, you know, and and yeah. to the benefit of the party, he does shed dim light. I want to say in ten feet. I'm assuming he's the not an undead, light. though. Yeah. What's that? I'm assuming he's not an undead in this case. Since yeah, he's, he's sort of like in betweeny. Everyone, start clapping. Like cats turn undead. <laughs> now I'm also undead. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. See if he turns off. <laughs> oh, I meant Tinkerbell. Oh. Yeah. Ah, okay. Really, Sai, you made three wishes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, another startling development, but I think we're good. And But I guess the only other remaining question is, where do we go from here? Well, we had an agenda. Uh, it's to go north up to the cabin where we were going to meet with the ragged barbarians. A mm. different cabin. Boat launch, yes. mostly. But Boat launch, yeah. yeah. We are going cabin hopping. Yes. Uh, Oye Mantaruk is willing to stay at the cabin with you tonight and take a watch so that you may enjoy your long rest. This dude's a bro. Um, Ouch. And then says, you know, he's basically said, or she, she, them, has basically said, uh, you know, I'm with you 100%. I, I believe what you're doing is right. I think you're on the right path. I don't know where the path is going to take you or what you're going to find when you get there. But you guys seem like you know what you're doing. You seem like if there is a decision to be made, you'll probably make a good one. But if you ever need help, you have a way of trying to reach out to me. And if I can see your signal, I'll come to you. I don't know when or how long it will take me to get there, but I'm on your side, for lack of a better term. At this rate, our signal might be sunlight you can see for several miles. (laughs) That bear has so much faith in us. It's like, I trust you that whatever decision you make, it's going to be the right one. And you know what you're doing. I've got too much shit to do, so call me when you need me, but otherwise I got stuff. Yeah, well, it's also easy to say, like, I'm going to be plane hopping, so whatever you do... Have fun. You do that. <laughs> well, Sai Good luck, you two. We're all counting on you. Yeah. Sai has now projected spotlights, so that could help. <clears throat> all right. Um, I think we're done with this cabin. It sounds like this is in good hands. Pause, yeah. whatever. Let's, uh, yeah. Get our are we going to do a long rest? Yes. Like yep. a, like a, are we going to sleep? Yeah, it's a pull out your 8th level character sheet. You no longer have to worry about damage. Yeah, and you you are you are taking a long rest. How you spend that long rest is up to you, because you're asking about sleep. You don't have to sleep. You can do other things. Yeah, probably uh, a bit exhausted from the sudden torrent of sunlight, so yeah. I think Zev's just sleeping. Did you have something you wanted to do? I just want to briefly talk to Oye about my mother. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is this a private conversation? Or? Um... It's not something that I would exclude from people, but it's not something I'm going to, like, be like, gather around, let me tell the tale of me mom. Like, <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, right. like, I, you know, if I, I'm sort of waiting until, like, the embers die down and people are dozing off. If people are asleep, that's great. If they're not, that's whatever. But I just kind of want to sit down next to Oye and say, I do not know much of my mother's acquaintances. Her life is much of a secret to me. Save for the fact that I am hers. How did you come to know her? The mother has trained and welcomed many children into her life in the time that I've known her. There were disciples before me as there were disciples after our falling out. I I hold no ill will towards the mother. She is doing what she believes to be right. Sometimes I agree, sometimes I do not. And much like Oriel, 
I crave the freedom to act upon the things that I consider to be right and to eschew the things that I believe are wrong, whether the mother agrees with me or not. When I was her disciple, I was the Shadow Warden. I was the one who watched over the borders between this world and the next. I continue that practice, but I do it without her oversight. She doesn't call on me for aid, nor I her. But she always has children, disciples, trainees that will carry out her bidding for her. So I feel she's not unprotected. It is good to meet a a sibling, estranged as you may be from the family. It's good to meet you as well. Mother is not evil. I have a very narrow view of what I consider evil. And I believe that view to be shaped by enough experiences to call it educated. She has a view of what is right and wrong. And in some ways I agree with her. But it's important for you to form your own view of what is right, what is wrong, and to know the things that you should act upon and the things that you should leave behind. Mother's teachings are not the only teachings. Whether or not she would be pleased, you would likely be pleased to find that the longer I do spend away in this study abroad scenario, if you would, I find myself drifting further and further from my established wrong and right at her hand. And do find that there may be many other things that this world has to offer other than servitude to one's own parent. What is it Mother tasked you with when you left her roost? She sent me to find the glass. You may find a time when you ask yourself if being sent forth into this world to find the glass was for her benefit or for yours. Galaxy brain. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to put it in this conversation because I feel like that's a good place to stop on and we want to move along. Um, good button. Anybody else have anything to do during this long rest besides sleeping and actually resting? Just for fun flavor, I'm going to sleep in the room with all the squirrels. Yeah. And tell them to wake me up if anything is happening to the rest of the party. Kuzbalat doesn't use a blanket, he's just covered in squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already the world. Big squirrel from Willy Wonka. <laughs> hey, already established I'm a Disney princess today. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know. Um, all right, so you're you're sleeping with squirrels. Yeah, squirrel fucker. They're all of age. It's fine. It's, <laughs> it's our party's Zanzer. <laughs> so many nuts. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting some tail. <laughs> I want to leave. I want to go home. <laughs> but you can't. We box you in. Um, yeah, you're you're parked in. Sorry, you can't leave. Um, I'm literally. <laughs> I also slash your tires. Yeah. Um, so the night, for all intents and purposes, passes. Um, mechanically speaking, uh, it's difficult to communicate with Sai. You can get basic yes or no answers because he'll either go for yes or for no. Um, and you can sort of like insinuate his ideas, but for the most part, he's non-vocal and can't really communicate. But he will do pretty much what you ask of him as long as it's not going to put him in, like, imminent danger. Um, 
Psycho jump off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> it floats, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and now I'm here, and now I'm not. And then he flashes in Morse code, get fucked, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, <laughs> the Summer Star appears to be uh, completely unusable until it is rebuilt. Um, so it's used its one cast. You can, at some point, get some chartolin, rebuild it from the ground up. Does it seem to be just chartolin that we need? For no, it, it, it was originally like designed to work with a diamond. Fell apart. Yeah, um, so you're not sure how other gems might impact it. Um, but it seems like this solution that you've worked out with the chartolin at the core will work once before it burns itself out, and then it's unusable for, we're going to call it seven days. Um it's probably, almost as if in the handbook it says you can't use it for a week. <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine we'll probably also need to get like a proper engineer because the only reason this worked for size is because you rolled like a 19 on the die. Like, well, and you had the ghost of its creator guiding yeah. you through the construction. Yeah. We need somebody who actually oh. knows the fuck to do. Yeah. Copper. Copper might know. Copper might know. Valen might know. Uh, also, Avarice might know. We have reason to talk to people who know about Paylor, and he's a priest of Paylor. That's true. Who's our little basement dweller person that we took on? Who Anon. 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 Okay. She's an alchemist. She's an alchemist, yeah, probably Everybody. not as helpful okay. in that arena. I couldn't remember. But uh, Copper is a Paylor worshipper, as is the priestess that he lives with, and the two of them are both mildly indebted to us, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the priestess he lived with was... Uh, uh, I thought the... They are both worshippers. One was a Lothander yep. worshipper. One it's the same god with different names, I think is the gist. Yeah, basically, yeah. 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 Oh, one's Catholic and one's Protestant. Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. North and they constantly, and they argue at scripture all the time, but they're both worshippers of the same goddess, or god. One's a Palorman. Yeah. And uh, one of them is an engineer who could potentially fix this goddamn thing. A poor thing, man's so. Palorman. Mm. Um, a Palorman. Yeah. Something to put on the agenda is to double back to Bryn Chander and give them this fucking thing. Uh, but in the immediate concern is, are you heading to meet Valin at five? Yeah. 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 So I'm looking at the map, and it appears that you have a significant amount of wilderness to travel between here and there. Send me on my way. Um, Thank you, Kate. Um, Which I believe is going to call for a group survival check to get to there with probably one night of camping in between. Okay, I will grant a mastermind thing if I can. Do I get my Kuspalad? Somebody else gets help from me? You get your Kuspalad magic bullshit. Your sphere magic bullshit. 16! Nice, good for you. Oh. Oh, mm. how bad is it? <laughs> do you want to do you want a, a mastermind reroll? How bad is yours? Let her I got a four. Uh, you got a four. You can reroll using mine. She I don't actually, I don't even have a good survival anyway. Yeah, but it's gonna go to waste otherwise. So ride again. Okay. Ride or die. All right. Six. That's better. Yeah, it's better. That's not. That's worse. Uh, <laughs> I spent uh, so much time with Oye, like the nature rubbed off on me. So I got a twenty-seven. I smell like bear. So it sounds like two passes and three failures. Want me to uh, two failures, right? Two fails, two succeeds. Should I roll nine tie- oh, to tiebreaker? Uh, yeah, nine tiebreaker. Nine tiebreaker. Nine tiebreaker has a seventeen. All right, um, the tiebreaker takes it. Niantai somehow helps you survive. Goat gets the square. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I spent too long staring at the sun. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, uh, somehow through the magic of goat, uh, through goat magic, uh, you are able to survive your night camping in the wilderness with no ill effects. Um, honestly, you know, the tundra is a vast empty place. The fact that it's omnipresent with danger, uh, is always in the back of your mind, but it's also like, can be long periods of boredom that are punctuated with moments of pure panic. Um, and this is one of those times where you travel all day long, and maybe it was seeing the sun for the first time that makes the night seem that much more dangerous. But you travel all day long in the darkness, you make camp, 
uh, and you travel on in the morning, and aside from the elk and natural things that you would expect to see and the occasional snow squall, you don't encounter anything that, that's dangerous. Uh, you just have a, a decent travel time getting to number five. Um, getting there, you can see, uh, as you approach, because it's dark, um, there are many of these portable... Um, like nomadic reghead tents set up on the shores of the Sea of Moving Ice, where the uh, the whaling boats of the Bear Tribe have been docked at the uh, the docks, the, the permanent docks that they've set up there. Uh, it's a mix of wood and ice. They've carved the permanent ice of the glacier into like a, a dock That's system. That's cool. Um, and they uh, they have a boat that you know they have one boat that's clearly being. Uh, like uh, offloaded uh, all the various casks of whale oil, whale meat, um, fish, and you know ambergris, all, ambergris <laughs> and all the equipment and chemicals needed to because these these boats are like floating slaughterhouses. They go out, they kill the whales, they process <coughs> them right there on the water, and they stay out until the hold is full of whale oil and whatever else, and then they come so back. They can dump all the shit into the water without having to bring it back, right? Yeah. Um, and this is where this this current boat that be this is why the orcas are attacking us. Yeah, you know, and and this is what whaling looks like. Um, and so it involves a lot of tools and chemicals and cranes and you know various bullshit that needs to be Chain done. And the, harpoons, yeah, stupid crazy shit. Yeah, so that's they are they are offloading that. They're cleaning it. They're retrofitting the boat and getting it ready to go back out again. And then there is another boat that they are preparing to go out. It seems like they operate maybe two boats at a time. One's out, one's in, and. They just swap off. Swapper. Yeah, th- this is what you see. This is the activity that that's unfolding on the dock ahead of you. And you know, while the, it, this you know nomadic makeshift town has erected around these docks, you know, the, the bear tribe does move around a fair bit. But it seems like their two main industries are whaling and murder. Uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> where I they like the horror music? Can I sign on for this? Because um, you, you engage the bear tribe in, the, in their other lucrative profession, which is hunting orcs and killing them. That sounds like an awesome job. They, basically, that's the two things they do. In orcs the, and orcas. In, in the winter, they hunt whales. In, in the, the summer, summer, they, they hunt, hunt orcs. orcs. Um, so if Gooseblood dies, that's my replacement character. Is one of these assholes. Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. And now, and, say an orc. aside yeah. from the, the hardline... Fucking sick. <laughs> it absolutely will be. Actually, that's really cool. A whaling barbarian would be Guys, awesome. Guys, can we yeah. just kill Goose right now? <laughs> yes. I'm all right with it. Let's go. Well, initiative. Um, Goose is easy. Nyantai is going to give you a run oh, for your money. Oh, so he's, he's so, so easy. I don't want to fight the goat. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the midst of this uh, this nomadic makeshift uh, tent city that's that's been popped up around the the boat dock, uh, you can maneuver around and find Valin and her dog sled pulled by zombie dogs, um, and her three little kobold attendants, um, and she's there waiting for you. Um, Making nice with the barbarians that she's already met. Uh, Kaylee takes pretty good notes. Did you write down the name of the uh, the barbarian that she was meeting with last session? I did. She was talking with Zormund. Yes. Zormund. Okay. Thank and the you. one we previously spoke with before that was Gunvald. Yes. I was literally going to say Zogbog. Zogbog. <laughs> I'm just going to make up a name and go Zogbog. So, like, actually, that's really close. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm doing great, guys. It's the only notes I took, actually. They're written down here in my languages. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My language is this man's name. Well, I, I took Regged as a language, and they're the only Regged guys we've talked to, so I've got both their names. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, what's the plan? 
uh, just approach Valin, right? I mean, they all know who we are at this point. The message has been sent. Zormund was here before us. Yeah. And you're bringing the wagon full of... Uh, Slightly less lumber, but still a shitload of lumber and nails. Yeah. They didn't know how much you set out with. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you get you get a few uh, side eyes from the barbarians who are an isolationist people by nature. Um, but they don't accost you at all and, and allow you to ride right up into the, the tent city. I will greet them in Ragged to try and put their minds at ease. And that does help. Um, and Valin is there waiting for you and waves you down. She's wearing her, you know, fancy white fur coat with the fancy white eye patch that matches. And um, Nice. She didn't get the memo. That's not how you blend in with these people. Yeah, no, she doesn't give two shits about blending in with the people. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. yeah so, um, oh, and I'm back in, and speaking of not blending in, I'm back in drow attire now that the sun's out again. Your, 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 shi- your shiny gown and fancy and headdress. and Back to back to tentacles and eyes. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Um, the look. And, uh, Valin, uh, Valin welcomes you and, uh, says, uh, from what my newfound barbarian friends tell me, they spotted a great white, uh, great, uh, sunlight to the south. Uh, they're calling it a good omen. I assume you had something to do with that. You'd be right. What? Oh! Sweet. No. <laughs> now get out of here. No. Yeah, I just say you'd be right, and I leave it at that. I was yeah. something else. These uh, kind of hijinks seem to follow you around. I believe that my investment has been made wisely. Hijinks. Uh, uh, Zeb will just like you know smile mischievously, like maybe. Hmm. Uh, but if if Coos wants to leave it at that, then yeah, I'm just gonna fine. say you'd be right. And let her think about it mm. for a while. It's more fun for me. Cute sunlight <laughs> might delete later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I say that they called it a good omen. Uh, these are superstitious people. They have many things that they consider to be good or ill omens, and I've learned that we are best to respect what they and their culture considers to be good and bad. Uh, of course. Do not push them to do something that they consider to be uh, bad, a bad omen or bad luck. Uh, and if they engage in something that seems foolish or foolhardy because it is good or good luck, we're best to follow them. Um, with my speaking of the language and having been around them, do I know like what some of the customs would be for good or bad luck type omens? Yeah, and they are many. Um, she's right when she says there are superstitious people, uh, you know, and and there are some where it's like. You know, even you as somebody who's familiar with the culture but not directly part of it, some things on some days are good omens. The same thing on a different day might be bad omens, mm-hmm. and it depends on the combination of different yeah. um, things. Uh, what I'm angling for is something I can do as like a shit. sign of greeting, angling for a good omen, to just kind of like walk away as she's doing this little explanation to like go make friends while she's trying to caution us. Mm. Um one thing that they consider to be a uh, bad omen is to waste fish guts. Fish guts are used for bait. They're used for chumming the water. They're used for luring sharks and other dangerous predators away from the boat. Um, so it is not uncommon to give as, as a gift an offering of fish guts to especially the captain of a vessel. That's considered good omen. Um, what an affordable gift. I was going to say, that being the case, can we retcon that I save the guts from having our dinner with uh, Bearman? Uh, then I will, uh, as she's having this little cultural 
explanation. I'll just kind of veer away from the conversation and present myself to one of the barbarians who looks like they're in charge and just provide him an offering of the fish guts from the giant knuckleheads. Yeah, and it is Ormond, uh, who's, you know, he's the captain of the vessel that you're going to be setting sail on. And um, he thanks you in the traditional way for the, the offering of fish guts and, you know, re- and in return offers you a cup of tea, as that's their, their sort of custom. Um, and, uh, that's what my thanks is level one. <laughs> and he, he will sit down around your your fire. There's many little campfires that have popped up around um, and engage the group and, and say, I'm, I'm glad to see that you've made it across the tundra without succumbing to the, the dangers. A curiously quiet travel, uh, one we have not experienced in quite some time. Mm. Sometimes it is better to put your mind at ease with battle that it is to lay awake wondering when battle will find you. Apt, and something we were struggling with on the way here. We're so accustomed to danger at this point. Not encountering it, I think, has put us all on edge. Where the wizard wants to take you, battle will certainly find us. In some ways, that should be a relief. She has asked that we bring our ship out into the Sea of Moving Ice to find a shipwreck. And on that shipwreck, she believes a magical item that she values greatly will be found. And she has said that you, as her agents, will find this item, or at least investigate to see where it might be. The Sea of Moving Ice is named because the islands are ever-changing and ever-moving. Very few of them stay still and can be tracked using the stars. Most of them are icebergs that tear your ship timber to timber until you drown in the freezing waters. And only our squall shapers, the druids that we bring, can read the patterns of the ice and the way they move through the water. It's not the static islands that we have trouble finding, it's maneuvering amongst the moving islands of ice and not letting them take our ship down to the bottom of the ocean. That's the problem. If we can make it to where she says the ship is, we can launch a longboat and bring you to it. But because the ice is ever moving and dangerous, the longboat will drop you off and come back for you, but it can't wait for you. Understood. I respect the deal I made with Valin, but I will not put my people in any undue danger to follow her quest. Nor would we ask it. Is the shipwreck expected to be on the iceberg itself or at the bottom of the waters? Our last fish, fishing vessel that just came to port says they spotted the masts in the, on the horizon. It could be your ship. It matches the description. It's where we plan on starting. Embedded in the ice or traveling on the waters? Run aground on an iceberg, as many ships find themselves. It's more promising than the alternative. Um, sorry, I'm stealing the spotlight, but this guy's my rugged dude, so... Uh, yeah. I, no, <laughs> I hope it doesn't offend anybody. This is your thing. I'm <laughs> referring to you. You're the diplomat of these people. Yeah, diplomat's a strong word, but I'm at least, you know, aware of who they are. If um, anything, Zev's so just kind of taking, taking notes on how to deal with... I'll take charge if a shadow dragon shows up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> this is the one group of people where I have all the persuasion skills. There you go. Um, so yeah, I'll say, um, yeah, I wouldn't wish to endanger any of your crew, Um the squall shapers can tell you the movement of the ice, but you'll need you know, strong deckhands and those about to help. We intend to pull our weight. Uh, what tasks would you entrust to us to get us there safely and back? Mm. 
our navigators are skilled and our deckhands are strong. Um, but any travel through the Sea of Moving Ice is dangerous. Um, among the among the dangers we'll face when we set sail, uh, not to be overlooked, are the Frost Giants, whose raiding longboats travel the Sea of Moving Ice and will not hesitate to sink us if they spot us. Um, if you could help keep an eye out for giants and for the many predatory creatures that travel both in the water and through the sky in the, in the Sea of Moving Ice, um, perhaps help uh, keep the crew, the crew motivated and focused as long nights on the ocean can be troubling to the minds of, of some. Um, to help obscure the boat as it travels through the water uh, by any means at your disposal. And to help with the physical labor that's involved with running a ship through such treacherous conditions. Basically... Social skills, spell skills, skills, and asking. So basically, we want you to use your spells and all of your skills to. <laughs> we want you to burn a bunch of your resources. The threats on these cards. <laughs> <laughs> we have a tarot reader, you see. Face. We have we have a guy that spent money getting these cards printed up, and, and they're pretty cool. Make actually, make sure he gets his money's worth. All right. So if you didn't hear. Um, you're going to be doing several things while searching for the Dark Duchess in the Sea of Moving Ice. Uh, among those are helping run the ship, physical skills, um, keeping the crew motivated and focused, your social skills, uh, trying to avoid frost giant uh, raiders, which is like your stealth skills, yeah. um, and using your knowledge to help either find the ship or keep your boat from being placed in danger. Um, so we're going to run this as a standard skill challenge, the way we normally do. Um, flip the cards when you succeed. You can um, challenge them. Double uh, or nothing. Double or nothing them. Uh, your penalty for failure is going to be... I'm going to pick what resource I'm taking from you if you fail. I like that. Um, and I'm I'm leaving nothing nothing untouched here. I might rob you blind. It's, yep. yep, we fill the check and Psy is obliterated. That's what this game is fucking about, guys. Yeah. 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 That's how I run all these challenges. It's like it's hit points or spells or whatever right. I feel like, based on the right. flavor text you give me. Um, my, so, my hat wizard. To clarify, just so we get a refresher on the rules, so it's the usual D6 program. Uh, six puts you one space ahead of the leader. Um, the risk is going to count up. Risk starts to get really bad at four? Uh, yeah, we'll say four. Four is good. So four is when you start making checks to see if things are awful. Mm -hmm. um, we do double or nothing, so if you succeed and you want to draw another card to reduce risk, you can do that by drawing the top card of the deck. Uh, what else am I missing here? Oh, uh, using oh, a... Oh, double or nothing if you lay it on a flipped over card? Yes. Well, we're doing that one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, yep. we're going to do that for, for the... Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, and then the other I, one... I like that. I like the way we do that. That is cool, yep. Um, the last thing is uh, use a limited resource to get an automatic success, but you don't flip the card when you do. Exactly. Uh, if you are to land on a flipped card, go double or nothing, can you spend a resource to win the double or nothing? Uh, I'm going to say no, because the double or nothing in, in implies a bit of risk. So what if you have the perfect spell for it? Can you get advantage? I'm going to let you make the pitch, and I'm going to decide. Case-by-case um, case basis. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go case-by-case. Case. I'm also going to do this. Rule of cool. Um, when, cool. When you helped Gunvald defeat the orcs, he gave you a Bear Clan token. He did. And that's what you used to buy favor with Zormund. Yes. He gave you the token back and mm -hmm. said, hold on to this. Because it's not a one-use item. Um, 
this is your token, your bear token. Anybody Aww. can use it. If you fuck up a roll, you can use that to re-roll, but Ooh, it's a one-use nice. item in this. That's is that a gemstone die? It's very cold. It is. That's my shit and crit die. Ooh, I like it a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is we also brought all the lumber and nails. Is that worth like a plus two somewhere or something? Nope. That's how you got on the boat in the first place. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. All we right. gave them that shit. Yep. And this is, just to be so unclear, this is this challenge is reflecting our journey to the wreckage? Yes. To the wreckage. Yep. yep. Yep, you are you are assisting your Bear Clan whalers in their voyage through the Sea of Moving Ice to find your boat. Your missing shipwreck boat. Are we rolling for initiative, or are we just doing around the table? Uh, how would you guys like to do it? doesn't matter to me. I would like to go first. Yeah, I was going to say, how about we start uh, with Ben? Sure. And then right. we'll and decide what direction we need to go. Yeah. All right, sure. Yeah. Which one of us gets the shit end of the stick? <laughs> this is literally the first time I've ever said in D&D I would like to go first. All right, go ahead. All right. To a four. I'm going to put some skill check music on. Yeah! Ooh, medium do, risk do, subsidy. I sent you some stuff, stuff right? by the way, Brian, not, yeah, to, not to play during the session, but it might prove useful for, like, tribal and barbarian res- right? I was I was going to say, I looked down, I had four notifications. I'm like, yeah. holy shit, Joss has been busy. <laughs> <laughs> it struck me. <laughs> uh, did you take any damage from it? Well, I don't know. The, the songs are supposed to be, like, helpful rituals. Ooh. Like, I think one of them is actually a song to make sure that bar- that warriors come home alive and safe. Oh, that's cool. So, like, that's cool. Um, I'm going to go with the stealth part of this. So as we're setting out, they have all these different rituals. You know, they ring bells and light torches and all that sort of stuff to say goodbye to the people on the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kuspalad has been observing uh, through changes in the weather and the wind uh, and the shape of the snow drifts that there have been actually ice... Um, uh, ice giants, frost giants that have been tracking our group to this location, and they're now up on the ridge looking for where the boat is launching so they can relay information back to the frost giant Jarl. Uh, and so I am trying to convince these poor bastards to uh, stop the bells and torches, even though they're good omens, because we have to not be observed by the guys on the ridge. Mm-hmm. So my stealth check. It is shit. It is a big fail. Alright. Uh, let's see. And that so was you want a mastermind on that? If you think it's worth it, I have a plus five. So I my odds are better than 50 50, Z- but not great. Zev is good at stealth, so I think she'd be good at helping you on being right. stealth. If you want to give it a try, here we go. Okay. So that's, that's, that's one gun. Do better. It is better. 17. 17 is a success. Flip that card. And yeah, they, they get the hint and they stop the bell ringing and they, uh, they, you know, they, they hush the children and douse <laughs> the fires. It wasn't a chicken. <laughs> Shut up, Alan Alba. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so are we going clockwise or counterclockwise? No. Oh, you got pointed at, so it's you. Oh, that was me just trying to do a Spider-Man point. That was not me trying to accuse. Clockwise. Jacques! By the way, Ben, earlier I meant Italian Spider-Man, not Mario. My bad. Oh, yes, 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 yes. A Spider-Man treat. Treat is a critical athleticism. Oh, good. Oh, fuck. She's so athletic. Um, she's a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> She could be. Guns. She could be a gymnast. Um, yeah. Una, um, you know, as everyone's sort of running around trying to like hush the kids and stuff like that, notices that um, the ropes are beginning to tangle up in the mast. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to uh, climb up and uh, undo them. Uh, and fuck it, I'm going to use better. Climb. Yes. Yeah, there <laughs> so you are. Like, all right, yeah, spider climb is ship, honestly. Yeah, yeah. spider yeah. climb is, is perfect. So yeah, burn your spell slot, and then that's a success. But the uh, card doesn't flip. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's perfect. That was a great use of it. All right, then it is Zevelin's turn. Sweet. Okay, I'm gonna make. Well, okay, I have to move first. 
Six. Six is ahead of me. Low risk subtlety. Oh, perfect. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much made for you. Lovely. So I think I'm actually going to use investigation okay. to try to get an idea of how the ship works. But all, but mainly, uh, since they're the ones operating the ship, she wants to get an idea of how their superstitions work and mm-hmm. how it motivates them to run a better ship. Okay. Uh, so the, since it's low risk, I think this is justified. Sure. Uh, where she's... Not really putting herself on the line, just like getting an idea of how things work, so she can later deceive them with by creating signs. Sure, okay. To make them work, work, work better. Nineteen. Nineteen is a success. Flip the card. Uh, yeah, you are. I mean, it's a complicated web of yeah. superstitions that you are deciphering. But yeah, you're getting a, a, a handle on them, mm-hmm. at least a rudimentary. Yeah, she's sense. trying to get an idea of what motivates them, what what lifts their spirits and morale, uh, and. Plus how the ship works in general. Yeah. Uh, you're getting all of that. Um, and we'll, I'm sure there'll be a, a good place for you to use that knowledge later. Hopefully. Uh, it is Makati's turn. Makati, what are you up to, girl? Six. Six ahead of the leader. High-risk athleticism. Don't. Okay. Well, Don't. <laughs> uh, you're nimbly bimbly, right? No. I'm a dragon. <laughs> I'm a dragon. <laughs> um, I'm a Durgan. I'm Durgan. a Durgan. Um, I am going to... God, this is so... This might be spells a lot of time. Yeah, this might be spells a lot of time. Um, What I am going to do is... Just just making my wrist counter here. No reason. (laughs) 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 You ass. Um, hmm, I'm just like looking at all my various items. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Acrobatics. I am going to kind of try to... You know, like, I'm on the dock. I'm trying to get on the ship. Artfully dodge through get onto the boat and just kind of kick us off. Okay, all right. And try, try to just get us away so that we can start moving. Yeah. Let's see if that works. Sure. Why not? Acrobat- I'm going to call it acrobatics because that's an option we have. I believe it. <gasps> that's a 16. That's a success. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> I can't believe I did it. I, I, I like your new dice. Yeah, me, me too. too. Yeah. Oh, good good and, purchase. Thanks, thanks Barnes fucking and work. Noble. Uh, yeah. Sponsored More like Barnes and Noble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let it be known, Makati is also surprised by their own athletic system. <laughs> uh, cuss bullet. That's me. That's what they call me. That cuss bullet. Crust bullet. Custer what? bullet. Crust bullet. <laughs> uh, medium risk practicality. This ought to be easy. Um, I just got to come up with some good flavor for it. So we are uh, we're on the boat. We are kicking off from the ice. Yep. We extinguish all the torches and all the lanterns. But now the scary thing is the squallscapers are uh, humans. They don't have dark vision. That's true. So I have to stand on the crow's nest, not the crow's nest, uh, actually all the way out on the prow of the ship, like on the figurehead. The goat's nest. The goat's nest. Um, I'm actually like climbing out onto the figurehead so I can tell them when icebergs are coming so they can use their magics to adjust. Okay. Um, so I'm using my ability to feel out what's going on in the dark since they can't see it. That's my survival check. Uh, 23. That's a big success. Uh, you can flip the card. Mm. I was so excited at making the roll, I forgot flipping the card. Yeah, that's the important <laughs> part. <laughs> so nobody has to hit that card again. Yeah. All right. Way. <laughs> it's the first skill challenge I've made two checks ever. Hey. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you were curious, the way that they tracked the icebergs uh, before they had you to dark vision it out for them is they literally have slings of flaming pitch and they just launch it's flaming awesome. balls onto the. Onto but they the, can't uh, do it when we're trying to hide. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, you're helping be stealthy. That's that's rad as fuck. Yeah. Um, so that's you. So it is uh, Una. Five. Nice. Uh, free spot. Free spot. 
Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to double or enough? Well, you have no risk. We so can go to really... negative risk, right? Yeah. I, I guess if you want, if you want to do it that way, we can do it that way. If we can. Yeah. Sure. Why the fuck not? Uh, Wouldn't it be cool if we rolled up with negative risk at the end of the challenge? <laughs> uh, you know, if you guys want to play it that way, if you if you finish the challenge with negative risk, I'll give you something. Uh, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's now pretty I'm cool. tempted. You just, you just had, <laughs> you're literally rocking the boat. Yes. <laughs> Players wild, yeah! Oh. Shows your tits. Wait, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'll give you something if you do. <laughs> Wait, wrong brother. <laughs> I've got a dollar. Uh, <laughs> oh no, they're just falling out. Um, there's uh, there's one barbarian who really like wants tits. your tits. <laughs> He's an epiphile. Uh. A regetophile. <laughs> Huh, no, trust me, it's a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> Two good omens, if you ask me. <laughs> well, no, he really wants to start, like, ringing a bell or, like, lighting a torchlight, and basically Una just, like, pops up behind him and is like, fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I roll for intimidation. <laughs> okay, do it. Do it or I'll cut your guts out. Uh, <laughs> 25. That is, yeah, that's a 25. All right, and it was high risk, so yes. you're at negative four risk right now. <laughs> negative oh three, negative three, critical Negative four. three, oh negative three God. risk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> just a 14-year-old girl comes up behind this giant barbarian. Like, Don't! No. Do not. Zevlin, <laughs> what are you and your tits doing? <laughs> he was doing the, uh, the guy from Game of Thrones looking at you. <laughs> crazy eyes. Two. Two is a free space as well. Sweet. Welcome to Freetown. Are uh, you doubling or nothing? No. No. Uh, the person who has all the skills is afraid to do it. <laughs> a, a ro- as a rogue, I don't take risks unless I know I win. Uh, win. It's not fair. Smart, not. That's not such fair. rogue BS. Six. Yeah. Puts you ahead of the leader. leader. Critical subtlety. You can do those. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, that's kind of in your kind of your jam. Stealth. Slide well. hand stealth. All yeah. these things are actually pretty good. Um, I'm just gonna. You know, this is just narrative, and it said I've got a plus four to stealth. Something about Makati's vibe. We're just going quiet. Okay. It's just like I, I like something about me standing on the deck. Everybody looks at me and is like, I like shouldn't be talking. Right now. <laughs> like an aura of slightly muting what's going on. Just like. Yeah, it's it's very like you know like people might be like chattering in a couple and then Makati just, just kind of like emerges onto the deck, and everybody's like, oh, shit. we just talked about this. <laughs> Your forest Whitakering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, still see it. I like that. But do you? Six, uh, non-natural 20. Jesus Christ, these dice are awesome. Yeah, that I is a success. I love my dice. <laughs> that is a success. Why do you wait so long to throw the other dice in the trash? Fuck those <laughs> I literally just forgot them at home, so you can thank my shit-ass memory. You know, thank you, shit-ass memory. <laughs> All right, uh, Kuspilad, uh, it has become a... The, the whaling crew has been whaling. They've been engaged in the, the act of whaling. Um, they have... Spied what they believe to be a frost giant longship on the horizon. You don't know if they've seen you or not, but you're sailing the same waters on the I'm same. So, I made it so sneaky. Though. Oh my god! I fucking rocket ship to medium risk knowledge, all the skills I'm bad at, and so much less. <laughs> um, you say that we don't know if they've spotted us or not. You're sharing the same water, but... I cast Pass Without Trace. My turn is complete. Okay. You're going to yell out, Hey, have you found us? <laughs> you can mark off the spent resource. Yep. The card doesn't flip, but it is a success. Yep. Uh, good move. I can't make any of those checks. Tree. Tree for you is... You may also gamble again if you like. You kind of want to, don't you? We haven't failed yet. You're gonna get you did not fail a single turn. And we're in the problem. negative. Yeah. So like, even if we do fail... Yeah, you're playing with house money. Yeah. 
Do it, do it, do it, yeah! Fuck the dealer. High risk Don't attention. Okay. Insight investigation perception. Uh, I think you're good at one of you those. You can pay attention at a risk. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, not bad at two of those. Okay. All right. I'm feeling it. All right, humble brag. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not good at two of those. I'm just not That's bad. That's why I was a humble brag and not a brag brag. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Mango's the best, though. Uh, I hate mangoes. Uh, More for me. Yeah. I'm not going to drink beer anyway. Insight is people, perception is uh, atmosphere, right? Perception is observation. Yeah. yeah. And uh, your insight is specifically reading people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if they're lying. You, have, you need to have a, a person to read off of. Okay. How far away is the longship? Uh, it's on the horizon. Okay. So it's like way far off. Yeah. Okay. Narratively far away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the narrative far. Yeah. Um... I mean, you, you could justify an insight to be like, are they turning their ship? I That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, um, yeah I, I would lie. Or like perception. I think either one would be appropriate, frankly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if they are trying to turn their ship. Sure. Come on, big money. That is big At money. 18. 18. That's success. You can flip the card. Our dice are fucking high. Actually, uh, that, was a, that was a double or nothing. That and was it was high risk. risk. So Minus six. Minus six. The fuck is happening? Yeah. We can do anything. Why are we good all of a sudden? I, I don't know. I'm new dice. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, the, nice. the last time you did one of these, you guys were like all over the fucking map. Yeah, we were. Um, all right. So you guys have been so wildly successful in your efforts to keep the ship from being uh, spotted. That you believe that this is just a uh, frost giant longship uh, en route from one place to another place, and they're not at all aware or interested in you. Amazing. Thank, thank goodness. Yeah. And now, it, it, it should be said, and, and the regs will tell you as much, um, not to take the wind out of the skill challenge, but frost giants encountering you on the ocean are likely to attack you, but it's not a guarantee. Yep. If they have a full hold, if they're wounded, or if they're on their way to a battle and they don't want to spend the time fighting somebody they don't have to fight... They may pass you up. So you have no idea what it means that, you know, or if they... Or if you just smell bad, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck that. Yeah, they're, you're just stinky boys, you know? Um, we are but the stinkiest boys. regardless, sure. this boat full of frost giants has no interest in eating your bones and turning them into bread today. I'm offended. You I'm should. very calcium deficient. It's because Sai doesn't have any bones right now. Yes. And, yeah, and, and Sai is... You know, buzzing around the deck, lighting up things for <laughs> sailors. To Being do. helpful, but not generating yeah. any bonuses whatsoever. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> as Sai as generally does. Just vibing. <laughs> Just, yeah. Generally uh, that, and also doing 85 fire damage. Yeah, you'll be missing that later. Uh, Zev, it is your turn. Four. Four is pretty good, but bad for you. That is critical attention. I have some investigations on there. I'm fine. Ooh. I have a plus nine in that. Oh, you have yeah, expertise. You're, you're an investigator. Oh, yeah. Um... But what to do with that is the question. Good question. Yeah. I think I will be... I mean, we're probably on rough waters right now, right? Yeah, it, it's it's a constant effort to keep the ship from running aground on icebergs. Okay, I think her... Uh, I think she will just be doing using her dark vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can use investigation for this cool, if you think it's better for perception, I think she'll just be trying to navigate the darkness of... The environment in general, and using her enhanced dark vision to the benefit of the crew. Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. As she'll be just keeping a careful watch. Teamwork making the dream work. You're trying, picking up what I'm trying to do. Trying to look, yeah, trying to look for hidden threats and what have you. Uh, that's to twelve. 
12 is a failure. Well, pretty low, unless somebody wants to give me the inspiration. That is critical. Somebody should uh, help. You, you have the bear token, or you have a couple of inspirations to throw out. I, and well, it's I the bear a... token specific to this challenge, right? It is. You Let's lose the bear use token. Use it or lose token. it. Yeah. All right, that's better. 24. That's Ooh, pass. That's Take the crit shit. There you go. Yep. Oh, that was totally it. worth it, and yep. the card is flipped. The card is flipped. We don't crash into Mr. Iceberg. Yes. All right, go ahead. No lettuce today, motherfucker. Uh, two. The big two for you. Oh my god, it's huge. It's a giant jump. Low risk smoothness. Uh, deception. Similar with the Avengers. Performance, persuasion. Um, uh, actually, this is a good part. I'm going to uh, put this in here. You can take it or leave it, uh, but it's on the table if you want to use it for flavor. Um, Zev has been tracking the <coughs> superstitions amongst the sailors. Mm -hmm. One of them is, and this is a name you're familiar with, is giving an offering to uh, uh, Angajuk, the whale that speaks. Yes. Um, nice. And while they've been trying to successfully whale and to also avoid frost giants, they've been leaving offerings for Angajuk. It's considered very good luck if Angajuk visits your whaling vessel while you're out. You can't hunt. Angerjuke. That's yeah, bad. Really bad. That's no, really bad. That's no, super no. bad. Do not. But but if Angerjuke, uh, uh, um, what's it called when a whale surfaces? It's like a word. Uh, breaches. Breaches. Yeah. If Angerjuke breaches near your vessel while you're whaling, it's considered very good fortune. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a whale off the port bow, we'll say, and it is large and it is white, and they're trying to determine whether or not it's you know your average everyday sperm whale or is it Angerjuke. Um, and I'm very invested. We're so deep in the hole right now. I'm very invested in this, and this is a low risk card. I'm going to use persuasion to look at them and go, This is an undeniable opportunity for us to assure our success with a good boom. Mm, okay. There you go. Because if it is Anger Juke, I want us to get the get that whale ship. Psych, it's his twin brother, Danger Juke. Danger <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's going to be Marmaduke. 17. 17 is a success. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the so like, it, like I help them, like you know, start to turn towards it, and maybe like get some chum ready to dump in the water for yep. it. Yep. Um, and as the whalers do, the uh, the squall shaper comes to the boat and starts uh, trying to get the attention of the whale. The uh, the chummers chum the water, and all the uh, the hunters take their uh, their harpoons and do a ceremonial like turning so that the the pointy end is in and the butt end is out to show that they don't mean any harm. Um, that's the result of your thing. Great. Uh, it is Kusblad's turn. <clears throat> Five is nice. another fucking launch pad. Low risk athleticism. Uh, I'm you gonna, guys are absolutely putting the spurs to this challenge. We are fucking charged up. It's been four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, I got athletics and my strength saving throws are the same. I never get to roll a strength saving throw, so I'm going to go with that one. Um, there is uh, a moment where, in their uh, aggressive desire to go visit Engajuk, uh, they actually turn the mask too hard. And it's starting to buckle the ropes, and the ropes are untying and starting to fray and unwind. Don't do that. Um, and so, in a hurry, I'm like, stop fucking breaking the boat, assholes. And I have to run <laughs> over to where the uh, the mast is and start correcting the ropes with my various Ranger Boy Scout rope tying techniques. Mm -hmm. um, but it's fucking hard to do, because there's like hundreds of pounds of pressure from the mast. So, that's what I'm trying to fight with. Strike saving throw. 21. 21 nice. success, yeah. Fucking dominating the yeah. skill challenge. Well done, everybody. Yeah, and and you vox, you get the vox machina music. It's also a really cool narrative. <laughs> Picture it in your heads because yeah. it's fucking badass. Yeah, anything with ropes is right up your alley. Also, um, the idea of having to navigate a bunch of icebergs is fucking great. Yeah, I love to see a moving ice. So cool. One, one ahead of the leader. Oh uh, no, one is tile one. Oh, tile one. Medium knowledge, knowledge, which is something you're good at. Hey, it's kind of. Yeah. You got some stuff. But before there. you do that, nature. Give me the thing that opens the beer. Wait, would, it, would it go to that one or the one at the end there? 
Uh, it goes to the first one. So, first one. Oh, okay. Uh, Arcana, History, Nature, and Religion. That's there now, so we don't have to keep doing this. Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess I'm rolling Nature. <laughs> um, um, Una is uh, gonna help, like, watching the water, because we are turning super sharply, like, are we at risk of making waves that are going to capsize the boat? Are we turning into an iceberg, like, where the part is under the water? Okay. That kind of thing. Are we full Titanicing uh, this? Yeah, are we full Titanicing this? And I Near, guess, far, wherever you are. I suppose of all, <laughs> of all places for her to, like, do a nature check, it's on the water. Yeah. You do know a thing or two about fishing. Yes! It's a 22. Yeah! That was a big success. Fucking A. We are absolutely fire. murdering this. Oh, no, we're on water, but still. Well, yeah, well, if we're on fire on the water, we're really fucked. Yeah. I mean... Which would be, well, if you were failing, that's probably what would happen. Yeah, sure enough. Yeah, I was going to say. Frost giants it is a whaling ship. Yeah, 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 they do catch fire. A lot. Uh, but yes, you are able to successfully help them uh, navigate... It, it, navigate the the mundane dangers of the sea of moving ice while also the angling mundangers. Their, the mundangers <laughs> while also angling the vessel closer to Angajuk to try and yeah. to get his favor. If you're clenching, uh, Zevelin, it's it is your turn. <coughs> Excuse me. Six. Six is one ahead of the leader, which is me. So you are now all the way over here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so it's just the same checks every time. Yeah. Incredible. Well, I mean, they're the ones you're good at, so I guess. I know. Don't I'm, complain. I'm not complaining. It's just, it's just unusual. Weird. It is. It is. Like, it's just, this, 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 this whole skill challenge is just leaning into your strengths right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think at this point we're just looking for threats again, still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry I don't have anything more interesting. Uh, but it's just no, notice, professional noticing. <laughs> So I'll do investigation again. Um, I think, I guess I'll add to it that I want to make sure that um, these people aren't being... Uh, I, want to, I want to look for th- threats from within, so to speak. Okay. I want to make sure no, nobody's losing their nerve. Uh, look for opportunities to keep people calm, because we're going into scary waters. That's, that's a big part of it. Despite our success, somebody might just be like... Lots of success is a bad omen. We're due for a disaster. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's absolutely Scary true. Water is my favorite blues artist. It's fucking redhead shit. <laughs> so she's just going to keep, kind of keep tabs on the crew, on the crew and make sure that everybody's spirits are up. Oh, so it's, I guess it's hard for me to tell because I got a fourteen. Yeah, that's a fail. Uh, it's, it's medium risk. I have inspo. We're also at minus six. Do we oh. want to use it? Yeah. Medium seems probably okay. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think medium's uh, what like. This is I mean, you get you get the option thing. of both of them, so you pick. But it, it mm-hmm. makes sense that she would have trouble truly reading these people. We're, we're, situation. We're we're like six on the dealer's money. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. Just losing. Yeah. yeah. If you guys are, I'm okay with it too. I I don't want to speak for Kaylee because she's the one who gets to choose. So. Yeah. No, we get buff. We get a buff if we finish with negative, and we don't fail if we finish. Yeah, it's not going to cost us anything like, if we fail, other than yeah. potentially a cooler buff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so you're taking the fail, then. I think so. All right. So that's two, right?